The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Aside from this show, I have another podcast called Love and Abuse about navigating the difficult relationship over at loveandabuse.com. I also have a robust and complete program for the emotionally abusive person that wants to change over at healedbeing.com. If you're dealing with relationship challenges, one or both of these options are sure to help. Welcome to the Overwhelmed Brain, where you'll learn to make decisions that are right for you so that you can create the life you want now. Hello, welcome to the show. My name is Paul Coliani, and I'm here to help you learn to deal with difficult people and tackle life's challenges without compromising who you are. This show consists of my personal opinions and is meant for informational purposes only. Always seek a professional for your mental health and well-being. You know, it's interesting, as I get older, I can hear my voice changing. In fact, I listened to, or when I did listen to a few of my older episodes, I sound different. <laughs> I sound completely different. I'm 53 now, so I guess there's a point where your voice starts changing. I've noticed this when I watch movies with actors that uh, are getting old, and I think, oh, is this going to happen to me? And then I see, yes, it is happening to me. <laughs> this has nothing to do with what I'm talking about today, but I'm just noticing this. I just wanted to share it. And uh, what I am talking about today is uh, somebody wrote me a while back, and uh, this may be all blown over, but it's a great topic to talk about. I want to bring it up. And um, I've shortened her message to this. Uh, she said, I was just listening to your episode where we ponder, does this support their happiness? I'm not sure which episode she's talking about, but um, it has to do with supporting someone's or supporting someone's path or decisions, whatever path they choose, uh, because that's what I consider to be a loving thing to do. When you support someone's decisions, when you support their path, even if you disagree with, with their path. That is a loving thing to do. And so she says, I'm struggling to meet that need for my friend versus for myself. I found out that my friend was dating a married co-worker of mine, and I was shocked. My co-worker said that he was having marital, marital difficulties and that his wife was also seeking other partners and so, you know, I took that information and I was happy at first for my friend and my coworker. But a few days later, later, I became angry. They were both being immoral. I detest infidelity, but she says they're in love. But now I have this burden of holding on to their secret until all is eventually revealed. We talked about my anger and came to an understanding. And all she wanted was my support as a friend but it eats me up inside having to accept their situation. It's disgusting. My dilemma is that I'm torn between supporting her happiness and compromising my values for the sake of our friendship. I can't imagine losing her because of this, and I can't simply ask her to choose me over him, as I'm sure she'd become resentful and end the friendship. So I feel stuck on reconciling my distress of the situation and my attempt 
to settle toward acceptance. Any insight would be kindly appreciated. Okay, thanks for sharing that. And uh, yeah, that's tough when somebody burdens you with a secret that you uh, have a moral dilemma with. I had a dilemma with a secret once. I had a family a relative tell me a secret that um, I really wanted to share. And I thought it was actually necessary to share. But I held on. I held on to it until this other family member was ready to share it with the people that she wanted to share it with. Because really it was her secret to tell. And I just happened to have that secret in my mind. And now there are other people that uh, probably should have known that secret as well. And it was extremely tough. I agree. It is very hard to be, quite frankly, burdened with a secret like that. So, yes, my, I guess you could say my values were in question. Like, did I value the, um, how can I say this, the, the safety or the health of other people enough so that I would actually divulge this secret to them to keep them safe? Or did I value my relationship with this family member more? And maybe it's not a matter of more versus less or anything like that. But it was a matter of, uh, for me, this is where I go with this. And this is probably my answer to you. It was a matter of integrity. It was a matter of commitment. It was a matter of honor. And that is all about me. So this person, I hate to say burden because they had a burden that their secret they told me was a burden to them and a uh, hundred times more of a burden to them than me. But they entrusted me with this information. And I valued the relationship I have or had and still have with this person. And so because I value that, my honor and my commitment and my loyalty is to that person. Even though I had a problem with the secret they told me. My problem is I, w I wanted to and I felt the need to divulge it to other people. Now, if somebody's life was in immediate danger, then that would be a different story. But um, this person who wrote, she's saying that she has a secret of uh, her friend being in a relationship with a married man, her coworker. And she said her coworker said, well, we're having marital difficulties and she's finding partners too and whatever. That could be made up. That could be real doesn't matter. I mean, it does matter. But in this case where she has to figure out what to do with this secret and what to do about her friendship with her friend, I think it doesn't matter because what he's dealing with in his relationship is his business, even though you might have a moral issue with it. What your friend is doing is her issue, even though you might have a moral issue with it. What you have to decide is if you value your friendship enough to hold on to information and uh, keep a secret like this that uh, shows that you are loyal to your friend. This might be a little controversial. People might disagree with this. They might say, well, no, that's wrong. This is only my opinion. If I were in your shoes, this would be my opinion. But uh, first of all, if your loyalty is to your friend, especially over your coworker, if your loyalty 
is to your friend, then what your friend is doing isn't necessarily the same thing as what her new partner is doing, the married coworker. What your friend is doing is on the other side of that. Your friend has made a choice and it's up to you if you're going to honor your friend's choice, even though you disagree with it. And it comes right back to supporting someone's happiness, even if you disagree with the choices they make. Can you do that for a friend? And if you do it, can you be okay in yourself because you're supporting your friend? It's a tough situation. I totally agree. I wouldn't want to be carrying the secret. And uh, she did mention somewhere else in the, the message that I didn't read on the air, but um, I guess they all went out to lunch one day and it was very uncomfortable because not only were, were her friend and the coworker there, but another person was there. So now this person who wrote has this secret and she can't even tell this other person about it. They can't even talk about this uh, other couple's relationship because they're keeping that relationship a secret. And so it just becomes uh, a mind F, if you know what I mean. It's very hard to deal with it. It's very hard to know what to do with it, especially when your values and your own morals are compromised. But I think it's important to remember the thing about morals is you're applying them to yourself. This is, again, my opinion, but I believe we should apply our own morals to ourselves. That way we're not being judgmental. We're not being critical of other people's choices because we're not in their shoes. When you're not in somebody else's shoes, you really don't know what they're thinking. You don't know how, how their uh, life is going. You don't know what your friend and the coworker have talked about. You don't really know what is important to you when you're not in their shoes. You're not necessarily understanding all the parameters and the variables that goes on in something like this. And um, I understand that there might be a moral issue that you have with this particular situation. And I can certainly relate to it. I can certainly, uh, I have a friend, in fact, that has done things that I find not morally acceptable to me. And I have not talked to that friend in a long time, mainly because I didn't want to introduce his values or his morals or his idea of right and wrong. I didn't want to introduce his behaviors into our relationship or my life because I didn't agree with them. So it was a tough choice to make to separate from this individual so that I didn't have to support his um, happiness in this regard because I couldn't find it in my heart. You know, I'm going to, going to admit it here. I couldn't find it in my, in my heart to accept his immoral choices. And because I didn't agree with what he was doing, I chose to distance myself from him. I didn't call him wrong or bad. I just distanced myself from him because it made me uncomfortable being around somebody who made choices like that. I didn't want to introduce those choices into my life, even though they didn't affect me. But they did affect me, clearly, because if he is in my life, then so are his choices. And then what are we going to talk about? Hey, uh, how'd it go the other night when you were making that choice? That's a, a terrible feeling inside of me. I can't talk to someone and be open 
and have them share things with me and then have me relate to them and have me feel empathy for them because I'm not in the same space as them. They're not making the same choices that I'd make. Not that I'm right and they're wrong. It's just we have a difference. We have a difference in our values and our morals or whatever. Ethics and everything comes into play. Some people do illegal things. How can I introduce that or their decisions about doing illegal things into my life if I can't agree with them? This might be different if they were my child. Hey, you're doing bad things here. You shouldn't do that. I might give them a talk or talk with them and find out what they're thinking. But a friend, somebody else in my family, a coworker, if I'm close to that coworker, I might have conversations like you probably shouldn't be doing this, but maybe I wouldn't, maybe I would just distance myself. Hey, if you want to do that, that's your life. And I don't want to interfere with that. I just don't want to be involved with it because I can't really help you in any way. If you tell me, Hey, I'm having a challenge here and it's something that you don't agree with, but I'm hoping you can help me with this challenge because we're friends. That would be very hard for me. So instead of saying anything, I just distanced myself from this person. This is a friend of mine. I mean, I didn't distance myself from the family member who told me about a family secret that was really, really, really hard to hold on to, but I did because my family mattered more than anything. And this is the kind of decision that I believe one needs to make when you're in this predicament. What is the most meaningful? What is the most valuable? What is the most important to you? If your friendship is the most important to you, then maybe your friendship wins and you hold on to that secret until all is revealed. Like you said, there's a point where all will be revealed. So you have a choice to hold on to this and feel uncomfortable for the sake of your friend who seems to be happy, even though you disagree with her choices your choice to support your friend will override your own thoughts about immorality, your own disgust, your own resistance. Can your uh, friendship override all of that? If you say, no, my friendship cannot override that. My friendship is not important enough to override my own morals and values then I believe you should distance, your, distance yourself because otherwise you're exposing your friendship to your resistance. And when you introduce resistance into a friendship or any type of relationship, the relationship will be affected negatively. It will be affected. It's just like if my girlfriend started smoking and I didn't want her to smoke, instead of accepting her choice to smoke, I just complained about it all the time. Then the relationship is not going to go smoothly. In fact, we'll probably argue. We'll probably fight. Hey, why don't you stop? You know, it bothers me. And she might say, well, why don't you accept my choices? And I would say, because the smoke is killing me. It's my choice. Stay away from me if you don't want to be around the smoke. I mean, it could go round and round. So I would have to make a choice. Do I accept her and her decisions by asking myself, is it okay if I allow this into my life? allow her choices into my life. That would be tough <laughs> in this particular case. I really don't want to breathe in smoke. But if she did that and she wanted it so bad, of course we'd 
talk about it. And of course, I believe that she would respect me enough and care about me enough to not blow it in my face. She would probably do it outside, but it would certainly be a, a very uh, difficult conversation because there are so many things that you allow in your life. You know, you have boundaries, you have values, you have every right to want things and not want things in your life. And then you have to make a choice of what's most important to you in your life. So it would be a hard choice for me if my girlfriend started smoking cigarettes, not vape, I can't even smell vape, but if she started smoking cigarettes, it would bother me because I don't smoke and um, it's hard for me to breathe around smoke. So we would have a conversation and I don't know how it would turn out because I really love her. Actually, she's my fiance. I keep calling her my girlfriend. I love her and I want to be with her. We're going to get married and it would be very difficult if she did something like that because that's not how it's been and that's not who she has been. And even she doesn't like it. So for her to start it up, how would we have that conversation? Then I would have to ask myself, is she more important than this? And then what comes up for me? Like, as I think about this in real time, I think, you know, my health is actually important. I want good health. I at least want to be able to breathe. And if I can't breathe, can I be happy in a relationship? That sounds weird when I put it that way, but what I'm doing is prioritizing my values. I'm asking myself, what do I value more? I kind of have to value health first and foremost. If I'm not healthy, then what happens to me in a relationship? If I'm not happy, what happens to me in the relationship? Well, Paul, you may not get unhealthy. You're just inconvenienced. That's probably true. But I can guarantee you I probably wouldn't be happy. And if I can't bring a happy self into the relationship, then that might take priority. I might have to say I can't be happy when you're doing that. And that doesn't mean you have to change. It just means I can't be happy when you're doing that. And I might have to make a hard decision. I might have to distance myself. And, you know, I'm not... This is a, a very crazy out there scenario, probably never going to happen in my relationship, but this kind of stuff happens in all of our relationships. Somebody might start doing something or, or say something that you disagree with, that you have a problem with ethically, morally, legally, and now you have to make a choice. And I look at the choices as introducing that part of their life into your life. It doesn't mean that they're doing it around you or uh, they're causing problems around you. It just means when you talk about it, can you be okay with it? When they do it, can you be okay that they're doing it without giving them grief over it? Can you be okay about their choices that don't necessarily affect you except when they bring it up or they're doing it around you or whatever? Can you be okay? Because if the answer is no, I can't be okay, then my philosophy, my thoughts on this are if you can't accept somebody fully, the whole package, and have it not affect you, have their decisions not affect you to the point that it creates an issue in the relationship or creates an argument, if you can't do that, then maybe you shouldn't introduce yourself into that relationship or keep yourself in that relationship. And that sounds harsh. I know it sounds very uh, absolute. And I'm not saying that you just break everything off and leave. 
I'm saying that if you can't accept somebody fully, the whole package for who they are, and not complain about it, not express your disappointment or disgust, if you can't do that, if you can't not express your disappointment or disgust, then maybe you should be the person that exits or at least distances yourself from the relationship. Otherwise, what you're doing is introducing your upset, your resistance into a relationship that doesn't necessarily have it at the moment. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's hard to explain. It's when this other person is in this relationship with this guy who's married and this person who wrote says, I have a problem with that. It's disgusting. I'm, I detest infidelity, she says. So she has a problem introducing their, according to her, immoral behavior into her life, which tells me that she values her morality more than her friendship. And again, this is tough. Do you even equate that? Do you even compare those things? But I think the way to look at it, if we're going to break this down into what do I do next, is ask yourself, is this friendship important enough to hold on to this burden, this secret, until all is revealed, like you said, because it sounds like there isn't a, an end date here. And if you do that, if you hold on to that secret, hold on to that burden, and you can stay friends with this person, uh, do you believe that it will continue to be a great relationship after that between you and her? So I look at that as what do you value most? What do you find most important? And then make a decision based on that. And this is hard. I know there are exceptions. In fact, one of the exceptions to this might be holding on to that secret betrays someone else. That might be an exception to this because what you're doing is now you have, you're trying to honor your friend. You're trying to be loyal to your friend, but in order, order to be loyal to a friend, you have to be disloyal to somebody else. Now, when this would come into play is if you were, you had a relationship that honored somebody else too, and that you were loyal to them. For example, your coworker's wife, if you didn't know her, you may not have any loyalty toward her. Not that I don't think that she should know about his extracurricular activities, but if you're not involved in that relationship, it's, it's a challenge to put yourself in that situation and then become involved. And are you supposed to? Should you? Is it your job? It's tough. I mean, if you're dealing with moral issues and you want to let the other person know that they're being cheated on, if that's even happening, because all you have to go on is the coworker's word that he isn't cheating because they're both looking for other partners. And I guess they have an open relationship now, if that's the truth, then you have to weigh your morals and you have to weigh your loyalties and kind of see who wins. But that's a, a different question. <laughs> you didn't ask me that question about telling the wife or whatever. And if you didn't know the wife, then She's kind of removed from your inner circle. And so she's not in your circle. Then what do you do next? This is where you, you know, you look at what's most important. What's most important. Now, if you're being disloyal to somebody else, that was where I was going with this. If you're being disloyal to somebody else to hold on 
to a secret, to be loyal to this friend, that is not cool, in my opinion. That is not cool because you can't do one and the other. You have to do one or the other. Now, you could eventually remove yourself from the whole situation, the friend and all, and just stay out of it. And if the other friend asks about it, do you lie? There's another way to look at this. I think this is why it's such a dilemma, is that when you're thrown into someone else's deception, you then become a part of that deception. And that does feel uncomfortable. And so this is probably a moral issue for you, like you said from the very beginning. Um, but you just have to be careful about pushing your morals onto somebody else so strongly that they feel like you are the judge and jury, you are the parent, you are God, whatever. And they feel like they can't make decisions without your approval. And you want to be very careful that you don't come across that way. Because it's not up to you to approve what they do in their life. And this is one of those things where when we grow up, when we're adults and we make decisions, some of them are going to be right, some are going to be wrong, and some are going to be dead wrong. And some are going to be awful. <laughs> some are going to be the ones that we regret. But that's our lesson. That's our lesson. So when we have somebody that we care about in our life making decisions that we know they'll regret and we know is wrong and or we believe is wrong and we are critical of those decisions, we have to value either the, the relationship that we have with them or our own moral compass over that. And if we do value their relationship, then we still have a moral compass that we follow inside us saying, I wouldn't do that, but you're doing that. That's your lesson. And I love you. And I'm just going to allow that to play out the way it needs to play out for you because you're going to learn what you need to learn. Because again, that's your lesson. It's not mine because I already know what I would do, but I'm not going to push my morals, my values, my boundaries, anything. I'm not going to push anything onto you that is not already in you. That That is your choice and you are making adult decisions now and you'll have to live with the consequences, good or bad. Just like I make my own decisions and I have to live with my consequences, good or bad. So this is a, a way to look at it where you see another adult making adult decisions, even though they seem like they're not very adult to you, they feel childish to, to you. They feel wrong. And because they feel wrong, you don't want them in your life. But then you say, that's not me. That's them. That's they're the ones making decisions for their life. So I'm going to step back, let them learn their lessons. And I'm still here because I love them. So I'm giving you all these angles to approach something like this. I think one of the more important comments I might've made has to do with betraying somebody else. And I think I'll just leave it with that. When you have to hold on to a secret that might end up betraying somebody else or compromising uh, a relationship with somebody else because you have a loyalty to that other person as well, now we have a dilemma. Now you might have to tell the person who wants to keep your secret, 
I can't keep that secret. And now that I know, I'm going to honor my other friend and let that friend know unless you tell them. That may not be something, <laughs> that may not go over well. That may not go over well at all. In fact, you might lose that one friend to keep this other friend. But I look at it this way. I honor both of you. And if you honor me and respect me, you're not going to do something or make me do something that would cause me to dishonor somebody else. That's really what it comes down to. Don't put me in a position that causes me to be disloyal or have to lie to somebody else. That's my final thought on that, is that when somebody puts you in a position that causes you to be disloyal or dishonor or lie to somebody else, pretty much all in the same ballpark there, when they do that, they're not respecting you as a friend or as family. They're not respecting your values. They're not respecting your morals. They're putting you in a compromising position so that they can feel comfortable in themselves. And um, again, I know there are exceptions and this is kind of a, a very sketchy area, sketchy thing to talk about. But I think it's important that we do talk about it just, you know, on the air here on a podcast, you know, think about it, talk about it, reflect on it, talk about it with your friends, your family, that when you're put in a position where you have to lie just to make them comfortable, now we have a situation that may not get resolved because they should honor you and be loyal to you and respect you enough to understand that you're, you're not going to follow that path. So that can happen too. This doesn't mean that there won't be times when you can hold on to a secret where you might have to lie because you value the friendship or the family enough and you're not necessarily being disloyal or dishonoring somebody else. You're just taking one for the team. You are helping out a friend, helping out somebody that you love and you feel like it's not hurting anyone else. It might come down to that. Am I hurting anyone else by holding on to this secret? Is it life-threatening? Is it going to damage somebody, you know, irreparably? Don't know. That's something that you might have to consider as well. So I've given you all my thoughts, all the angles that I approach this and how I would think about it. I hope I never have to deal with that again. <laughs> I hope that uh, this person who wrote that it is all out in the open now and you don't have to worry about it anymore and it's you don't have to think about it anymore and you never get into a position like that again but this is the raw stuff that happens to us this is life this is what happens and how do we deal with this kind of stuff that's what i'm here to talk about i like to figure this stuff out i like to put myself in your shoes and figure out what i would do in that situation and what should be done according to me <laughs> not that I'm right. I just have some thoughts on it. And I hope those thoughts have been helpful. Thanks for listening. And thanks for tuning into another episode of the overwhelmed brain. I want to thank the patrons of the week. These are the financial backers of the show. I read different names every week. The patrons of the week are crystal angel, Chris, Michelle, and uh, another Michelle. You're new. Thanks for joining Michelle. Thanks for supporting the show. I am very grateful. That was very nice of you. <laughs> so two Michelles there. Thank you. And Wanda, thank you all for your support of the show. These are the financial backers, like I was saying. 
and I am very grateful to those who give back to the show. And I guess they found value in it and they wanted to give back. And if you find value in what I talk about over here, you can head over to moretob.com and there are options to give back as well. Thank you, patrons. Thank you, Michelle, for joining and very grateful to all of you. And uh, for a show on how to deal with difficult relationships, I'm going to repeat it. I said at the very beginning of the episode, visit loveandabuse.com. I talk about everything over there, control, manipulation, emotional abuse, and all the difficulties that we run into in all of our relationships. That's loveandabuse.com. And if you know you're the difficult one in the relationship and you want to change that about yourself, you want to heal from that, go to healedbeing.com. And I have a, a very robust, very complete program over there that uh, will take you from A to Z. You'll get to a new space inside yourself. That's over at healedbeing.com. And finally, thanks to Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com for some of the music transitions in the overwhelmed brain. You know, I just remembered the secret that I was told to hold on to. Family member told me, and I really wanted to share it with the rest of the family. And I decided not to because I honored this family member. And I, I told this person that uh, their secret is safe with me. And they said, I'll reveal it to other people when I'm ready. I thought that's, that's great. And in the meantime, I have to hold on to this. Like I said, it was a burden, even though it was more of a burden to them, but it was a burden in the sense that I really needed to share it with other people. I really thought it was important, but it wasn't life or death, but, um, it was a problem. So I do remember sharing it with somebody and it was only because I believed there was a direct, um, threat. I believed there was a direct threat and they had to pull it out of me, but, but I shared some stuff, but not, not all of it. And I think it was the right thing to do because when there are people that might be in harm's way, you might have to do something like that. It might cause you to betray the person that you told you would keep the secret. And I'm not saying this is my advice. I'm just saying this is one of those things I had to weigh. I had to weigh the value of holding on to it and honoring my relationship with this family member versus somebody else in harm's way. And in my mind, I thought, okay, this person might be in harm's way, so I better share it. And I didn't share the whole thing. Like I said, I didn't mention names. I just said, you need to be aware of this. You need to be aware of a certain situation with a certain person because I want you to be safe. And that was it. That's the only person I said this to because I believed that the value of the, of the information was probably going to be very important to the health and wellness of the person I told. And I think that was the right decision. And eventually it all came out and everything's fine now. But again, these are the moral dilemmas that we face. These are the kinds of real life situations that happen. And what do you do? Do you risk the friendship? Do you risk betraying the person that told you to keep this secret? Or do you share, share this thing with somebody because you believe they're in direct harm's way. And if you don't, what if they are harmed and you didn't say anything? It's challenging. I'm not saying there's a right answer for any of this. I'm just saying, this is how I think this is what I do in my own head 
And if it helps you, maybe it'll get you somewhere. And maybe what I'm telling you here will cause you to lose connection, cause you to lose friendships, cause you to lose family. I'm just looking at the big picture that sometimes I have to take a loss. Sometimes we have to take a loss. We have to sacrifice certain things in our life to keep other people safe, to keep ourselves safe sometimes. Sometimes it does involve sacrifice. Sometimes we will lose relationships when we weigh the value of something and we decide to do what we believe is the right thing. And uh, sometimes that is the, the best way to do it, even though it feels the worst. That's life, right? That's one aspect of life that is very difficult to deal with because sometimes you have to make a choice and that choice isn't always going to please everyone. That choice isn't always going to give us everything we want. Sometimes we lose important people. And uh, I look at the bigger picture. The bigger picture is what is the um, what is the greater good here? Again, no right or wrong answer. Just giving you some of my own insights. Thanks for listening. And remember to always keep an open mind. That's how you step into your power so that you can be firm in your decisions and actions and create the life you want always take steps to grow and evolve. You are powerful beyond measure. And above all, and this is something I absolutely know to be true about you. You are amazing. <laughs>